Good morning, viewers. Wake up! I just got horrible news. Bernie Sanders nudes have been leaked for Super Tuesday. I gotta say, I'm really disappointed because I wasn't a gay man until now. His body is so nice. I would like for that man to give me his scrum what's a scrum scrum is the area kind of between your ass and your your balls i thought that was gooch well it's taint as well but but all I thought of those taint was above your dick no 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 that's not your taint your taint taint slash scrum is, is what's in between that space right there Scrum? Yeah. What's scrum? Well, I'm not going to repeat myself. I am not going to repeat myself. You could, if, hey, if you want to know, listen to this podcast when it comes out. And that's I'll final. I'll try my best. But yeah, Bernie's nudes are out, and we're outraged because he's turned multiple gay men straight, and... Um, I want to just start the hashtag hard for Bernie and a lot of people are horny for the polls I'm hard for Bernie and I never knew that I could get so stimulated by uh, an old man like Bernie Bats is there a man screaming <laughs> outside or is that a dog I don't know I hear a little scream oh. there it is again I think it's a man inside our head you know, when you spend enough time in the studio, your mind starts to go crazy. <clears throat> yeah. You start to see triple. Now, it reminds me of the reason why we started doing this podcast, because the voice in our head told us to. That's why I do a lot of things in my life. The inner voice. You guys know that inner voice you have in your head? That's not actually you thinking. That's just your schizophrenic. <laughs> Is that scream? I'm hearing a scream outside, guys. You probably can't hear it, but there is a small bark doesn't sound like a bark from a man i'm not gonna rule it out though no i wouldn't either i met a nice man earlier at a bakery today he was so nice he was so kind to me he told me yeah he asked me what i was drinking he said oh um what's that you're drinking there and it was a cortado's espresso and i said it's espresso with a little bit of milk he said oh it's like a latte i said no if it was like a latte it would be a latte it was it's a cortado not a latte you dumb sir and so he proceeded to order a latte. But funny enough, the barista made two cortados for me. So he asked if he could have that cortado, the second one, for free. And the, the barista said, no, I have to throw this one out. Did I mention the man was a, um, looked like an H addict? He had cuts all over his face and he was kind of beat up. This was in a really nice bakery that we walked to today. One of the finest. It was under a bridge. You always know a place is good when it's under a bridge. I think. So I'll tell you what I ordered. I got the uh, avocado. Uh, so it's a bakery. They specialize in bread. So I got the uh, the avocado toast, right? Because they often say, I think I saw it in a, hmm, I don't know where I saw it, but they said, you often can judge a restaurant by its avocado toast. Mm -hmm. And so I took those words to heart. I went inside. I tried some of their... Shut up. I tried some of their, um, I tried some of their toast, and let me just say that their meat bread was delicious. It was a French bakery, um, but I decided to pay, I think it was uh, somewhere around 11 and change for some avocado toast. With the, they, just, they did say it was vegan, and so what I got astounded me. I got two pieces of bread and a f about a quarter of an avocado's worth of avocado, you know? So, 
I didn't know I was asking for uh, toast with a side of avocado. I thought I was asking for a full, you know, $11 representative meal. I was very happy with my with what I received. And let me just say, I got my carbs for the week. The bread was so, there were so many carbs. And, and then we uh, promptly wrote a Yelp review. And then there's a monkey screaming outside, guys. Let me just stop my story. It's always how it happens. The minute you Boy, stop, you cried wolf. Yep. I don't believe you. I'm just gonna do silent the rest of the podcast so I can hear that. Catch that monkey outside screaming. Oh. <laughs> but like, let's stop. Let's see if we hear him again. <laughs> that's really that's textbook boy who cried monkey. <laughs> we swear, guys. Can you just believe us? There is an orangutan outside my window right now. There's an and if you don't believe barking. us, I'm gonna put in a sound just, effect okay, of okay. an orangutan we'll just so that talking. you believe me. We'll keep talking, and then the, the monkey will come out eventually. Reminds me of a, a time that a friend told me recently. They were in. Um, africa and they were in uh they were doing like a jungle tour in one of these jungles and they were staying in the jungle and i thought this was this fucking most scary story they woke up and they were staying in a lodge that was like in the middle of the jungle and it didn't have like a lot of barriers against windows like it was all kind of open and apparently the girl woke up and there was a monkey at the foot of her bed and it was just dark room and she just saw like the the monkey like what kind of monkey like a you know like one like this big like a like an actual like a monkey not like an orangutan like a, anything like an ape but like a monkey and they're still really vicious like they'll attack you so she just woke up to him and apparently he was like just like he's just looking at her and like staring at her at the foot of her bed and then she like slowly like grabbed her phone and like tried to call the person in the next room and let them know and then they told her like don't move we have to come and then a guy came in with a broom and like shooed him away and the monkey was like screaming <laughs> oh my god yeah monkeys are awesome but they're also fucking crazy man that's why they're always depicted in movies like Ned at the museum as little stupid fuckers who want to steal your keys they're not stupid though they're very smart you see i my favorite depiction of a monkey was that of curious george yeah well I, he was a sweetheart i actually had a stuffed animal of curious george when i was young hmm. yep that's a, kind of the monkey's ideal that's that's how a monkey wishes he could act and that's how humans wish that monkeys could interact with humans but normally when you are interacting with ape the ape wins do you want to know something about me that proves that i will be a serial killer one day what um speaking of stuffed animals and this is the god's honest truth when i was younger um i had an obsession with taking a stuffed animal and eating all of the fur off of the or like the fuzz and the fur off of stuffed animals yeah, I know about this. And so, you know, it started off small. I'd get like a beanie baby and I would kind of dissect it, pluck it all, and kind of digest all of those fibers. Um, but, you know, as I got older and the size of the animals got bigger, I uh, I started really chowing down and going, and it was almost like hometown buffet uh, on all my stuffed animals. And by the time I... And then I started coughing up hairballs. This is this is true, unfortunately. It made you um, the man you are today. And and I really that's why I think I've wondered why I'm so hairy, and I I feel like because I've eaten so much fuzz, it's kind of transferred my hair follicles, and I'm basically like the Wolverine or the X Men, or or you know perhaps Spider Man of uh, hair. So I I think I'm actually a superhero. Hmm. That's amazing. Does that affect hairborne viruses like the coronavirus? Do you have? Are you more likely to get them? I'm probably more likely to give it to someone. Hmm. You know, because we talked about how we both have it already. We were the two first confirmed cases and well, unconfirmed cases in yeah. New York, mm-hmm. and so now it's just a, now the word's out uh, where we have it, and this is my best way of kind of transmitting. Yeah. And again, guys, it's not all that bad. We've been dealing with it with it for a few weeks now, and so far nothing has yeah, happened. Yeah, what side effect have you had? Because I can't think of many other than the fact that I have the drive um, to do I, bad things. I I think I I we talked about the money spending. We talked about the not getting a job side effect. That was the only thing that's affecting me. Otherwise, I've been kind of uh, 
I'm mean, kind of good. Maybe one other side effect it gave me is that I accidentally wore this shirt. Um, I think another time in a podcast. Likewise, I think that my coronavirus is doing the same thing as your coronavirus. Yeah, so that's kind of been tough, I guess. And I, I see why people are, are upset about that factor because they're trying to keep their wardrobe steady, but the coronavirus isn't letting them because it, it kind of messes with your brain and makes you want to wear the same thing twice. So that sucks. But other than that, physically, I've been okay. Um, my organs are changing from uh, male to female organs, but that was from before. I, I think I kind of just, I kind of just decided I want to do that anyway. I don't think it has to do with the virus. It's more of a personal kind of choice. Yeah. Right. So it's like think- a, so, so it's like it's like you know they call animals some there's some animals in the sea seahorse um, that are they're what they're called aphrodisiacs and that means that they are not a male or female. Um, so that's I think what I am ending up like by natural evolution. What about that doesn't seem right. Yeah, they're called aphrodisiacs, and that's that's the word for. Uh, I really don't think. I don't yeah, and hermaphrodite is the word for food from the ocean that turns you on. Agree to disagree. Um, well, at the end of the day, soon I'm going to have my best. Uh, the reason he's kind of doing that is so that because we are we are in love it's more of a i know what i want right i'm, I'm not really looking for uh stick and berries i'm kind of looking for manhole so i had to change my partner he had to change i'm glad right so i paid for the whole thing i'm just waiting at this point and i i'm very impatient so i can't wait for him to have just a mound reverse mound so that I can, you know, play with it in in which I win, he can lose because I, I don't care about how what his aspirations and goals are. It was more one sided, you know, just to support me being a superhero. Gotta but let friends. me tell you what, since I, I don't give a shit about you, um, but let me humor you and let, let's hear what your uh, number one superpower would be because we all know mine and I already have it. I'm a hair grower. Uh, if I give you a superpower, hero. Um, if I could be a superhero like you, I would probably want the superpower to be able to see through people's clothing because I think that is a vital. I think that is a very important um, attribute for a superhero because they need to make sure nobody has a gun and and I don't or a know weapon. If that- so I make sure that by seeing through people's clothing down to their skin, you make sure everyone's safe. Yeah, but- and you know how when you go into a restaurant. You course, yeah. always tend to sit on the side facing the doorway, so if a gunman does come in, you're able to see them. At this this time, I wouldn't need to sit facing the door all the time. I could enjoy the back, my back being to the door because if I just, by a simple glance, oh. I could look through their clothes and I could give them a full rundown of their whole body, and then I could understand that they do or do not have a gun. Well, and if they do have a gun, I would, of course, alert everyone in the restaurant. Well, what would you do to the people that might say, oh, that sounds actually quite pervy the reason he'd want that is to look at you know maybe a girl's uh genitalia or maybe you know her her teeth what would you say to someone who who says that you know someone who's kind of criticizing well, i your would call power? them immature and i would say that um if you ever spent any time in a nudist camp you understand that the body is nothing more than an object in which our souls are able to express themselves and they shouldn't be seen in a perverse way um so it's not my fault that the westerners can't get with the nudist uh, propaganda culture, so I would I would talk, call anyone with that mindset immature. And if you want to talk to me about it, you can call me or email me. But in the meantime, I will stick to my guess. I will stick to my guns on this one and say that my superpower will be seen through those ladies' clothing, so I get a nice look at their top. Well, no, I, no. I thought you said it was so that you could you could see guns, though. Yeah, that's what it that's was. That's what I said. I said just now. I said. I want to be able to sleep, to see through uh, women's clothing. No, I don't. Th- so that doesn't I, sound like a good no, narrative. Though. Women's clothing, I don't know so that, that I can make sure that no one has a gun or a weapon. You said you'd stop someone. If, so let's say you did see a weapon. You said, "What's your approach to to?" I make wait, sure. Oh, what can I finish? What's your approach to? Let's say this person does have a uh, shotgun in their pants. What's what? What's your steps to make sure that not only okay, everyone is it in a the man place, or a woman? It doesn't matter. Uh, well, you can tell me both scenarios, but um, 
to not only let everybody know that they do have a weapon, but more importantly, how you're going to de-escalate the situation, okay. get the gun out of their pants, Simple. and take them down, tackle them. Put the them reason in I want this super, superhero power is because if it's a man, I'm going to look through the clothes, I'm going to recognize that he has a shotgun, and I'm going to take off his clothes, I'm going to dis, dis, dis bot, I'm going to dismember his body, and I'm going to dispose of the shotgun, and everyone in the restaurant's going to be safe. If it's a woman, I'm going to look through her clothes, see if she has good tatas, and I'm going to look at her zonkey, and I'm going to let everybody know in the restaurant whether or not this one's a hot broad and if she has a gun i'm gonna rip off her clothes i'm gonna take advantage of her body i'm gonna honk her zonkeys and i'm gonna take that shotgun and make sure everybody's safe and i'm gonna use the shotgun to reverse reverse fire reverse cowgirl on that good honky because the number one reason that i want the superhero is so that i can make sure that people are safe and make sure that that whether it's a man or a woman there's nothing perverse about seeing through the people's clothes it's purely so that I know that they, if they have a weapon or not. Now you, you, you're already thinking, okay, well, I, and this could solve other problems too, like gun control. Now nobody needs to worry about taking the guns away. Everybody can have guns, but as long as I have vision to see through people's clothing, I can alert everyone in the store. I go in the store, I go in the restaurant. They go, okay, Caleb just showed up. We're gonna get all the info. Don't worry. I go to the guy at the counter. I say, all right, I'm gonna do a quick rundown of the store, quick scan, check who has a gun, who doesn't. I'm gonna go around the store, look at all the guys, the girls, women, and children, and I'm gonna check them out, make sure nobody has a gun make so sure there's children a, why well, children don't have guns so why would you be using your powers well, for that uh well in places like in places like texas and um in, in, in places like texas uh children are allowed to, to children are technically allowed to have a gun pretty sure it's 16 though so well yeah that's fine with me as long as you know it's still illegal if it's 16 that i'm looking through their clothes so i just got to make sure that that is covered in the amendment that my superhero power is is kind of able to pass that because i got to be able to see through 16 and younger's clothes so that i can make sure they don't have a gun now all i do is i check around the store check around the restaurant report back to the owner say hey listen um everybody everybody's safe here nobody has a gun here's a list of the women with good ha-has if you want to get your fluke on and if not um those leave those onkies for me and we'll get up and going what would be your superhero name in that case hmm um Probably something like the uh, female body inspector, or okay. the uh, honky chaser, or the um, so the FBI, the HC. Mm -hmm. Wow, we'd make an excellent task force, right? Well, I, I well I kind of work alone because it gets dicey, and if if yeah, I yeah, but see I could help you. There's uh, ways I could help. No, because if I if I if I just have the ability. To grow excessive hair somehow that's gonna be able to help you with your gun control hmm well no because I, I the thing is that the HC works alone and uh, the FBI uh, is, a, is a thing that needs to kind of be done alone because if I see something that I like I got to make sure that I have full responsibility to dismember the body and kind of cut it up my own way send it to whoever I want and uh, I'll be you doing see, it because of, I, I don't be doing it because of gun, because of control but I don't see what's so why why would you have to dismember the why couldn't you just take the gun away and then you know leave it to the authorities and they take the guy out Look, I, and now that I think about it there's actually no reason whatsoever well, that you should be yeah, but dismembering you, you, about, you should cut them I'm going to cut them up a specific in way. Batman and Spider-Man they, the, yeah, they always dismember their they always dismember the bodies of their victims I and don't that uh, they, I don't know they, they put part, them in though. luggage they put them in suitcases and they, and they send them to the to the press so they can take photos and maybe that's I would right just I, be doing, I would just I be doing know. the same thing I just I you know make sure to dismember and I yeah, if, if I have to have sexual intercourse with the corpse of the bodies then I you know what, what, what am I gonna do? I I, I got to live up to the reputation of Spider-Man, Batman. Would you be a DC hero or a Marvel hero? That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, decline to answer that because uh, FBI works alone. And oh, look at this! Our phone pads are going off, guys. We have a nice pillow today. I don't know if you can see, but we have We've what's the called the throne. We've been the most popular today, and it only happens when we turn on these cameras, turn on these audio, raise up the dB levels to 0.35, negative 3.5. Ah, right, uh, so, so of course. Was, so that was your phone, of which course. is already beyond repair. Mine Guys, has a grip suction. Somehow, uh, some way, I am constantly, constantly, constantly doing damage to my phone. So that was just another another thing that you witnessed Damn, on the you'd podcast. love to beat that iPhone up, huh? 
Why yeah. don't you just get an Android? Because I know at this point, it's obvious you hate Apple and everything that they stand for. Speaking and you of, hate gay uh, CEOs. No. I, you said Spe- that speaking, to me. It was speak- weird. No. Speaking of Androids, guys, we were checking the Simplecast stats, the analytics, and uh, we noticed that one of our viewers is listening via and one, just one, is listening via Android browser. So this is kind of an exciting news for us because we thought that, that was completely phased out. We didn't think anyone was still getting the droid, but hey, go do what you got to do. If you can listen to this thing on a potato, you can probably listen to it on an Android because it's about the same thing. Um, we we do support Apple viewers and we do push everyone to get an Apple iPhone at this time. But you know, if you're still working with an Android, if you're still working with one of those. Um, one of the blackberries, blueberries, then it's fine, you know, as long as you're listening to us on a reputable service like Podbay. Um, uh, you know, uh, we we have a lot of good news coming in uh, a little bit outside of, or I'll start with the inside news in the podcast. I'd call it the inside, uh, what do you call it? The Daily Digest. The, di- Insider's the, the what's what's your It's a Watch Your Angle podcast digest. This is, this is what's going on with today's story it's the insider tip guys so get this first news coming in is that we are going to be starting uh clips page because you guys love to laugh at our therapeutic sessions uh still don't understand what's so funny about our struggle i don't really get what's so funny about that necessarily but hey if you want to laugh what are you saying if you want to laugh you gotta laugh we're not gonna start you from la- we're not gonna stop you from laughing. We're not gonna start you from laughing. So that's, that's why what you we, said originally. We set up a clips page. We're gonna do that by the time this episode airs, and you're gonna see all the clips. We're not actually setting up a clips page, but we're gonna put the clips in the same uh, YouTube that we upload the videos to. Consolidate because the midi files. We understand that you know you guys have busy lives. You're commuting. You're going to work. You're going to school. You're going to lunch. You're going to breakfast. God you're, damn you're, it. You're, you're, you're you're busy. You are busy humans, guys, and you can't you can't afford to sit down and watch an hour episode um you got to save that for scroll time Mm -hmm. so what we decided was that we're gonna start compressing these funny segments um into little compilations even further little 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 clips for you guys so that we can start sharing them in an easier way and also so we can start posting them on the message boards and on the online forums hopefully get some popularity from this podcast because we have been noticing influx in comments on the video so we're getting a lot of new followers we got a, a follower from the uh federal republic of brazil she's pretty pretty cool pretty neat guys if you're listening in another country comment below and if you are listening and you'd like us to subscribe to you comment below because we are so desperate at this point at we this will point. subscribe to you um, we will do anything you know we'll be your youtube friend we're here for you guys. We got a lot of people on Your Instagram. Pal, whatever you want, I'll send pictures of my. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. We got it takes. a lot of people hitting us up, and they want to be mutual friends, and we are down. You know, we're just trying to get part of this podcast community because we're we've always been the outsiders in any community that we're in, and so we're just trying to fit into this community, and hopefully everything goes well, guys. Today I'm wearing capris. Um, it's a style pant pant that is kind of shorter on the uh, on the length, and that's why you're getting view of my ankles, my business socks. And my cool docker shoes. Yeah, I'm kind of wearing. I'm kind of repping the same style. I've always, I've always repped kind of Valentine's Day color scheme. Got the you know chocolate red chocolate reds, and the uh, you know the pink pussy shirt. The gray pants kind of neutralize both of those colors and and serve as a balance to the uh, late Saint Valentine. And Rest his soul. Meanwhile, it's interesting. The right of me neutralizing. Interesting that neutralizing is actually not neutralizing. In what way? Neutralizing is like killing, no? Like if you were neutralizing the subject. But it's not like being neutral, like neutralizing like you're not being uh one you're not being decisive or is it just that you're destroying like neutralizing germs? Now that is a question for uh Webster's podcast which I recently got uh heard of um through, you know, I read a whole dictionary the other day. And I got to the last page and they said starting a YouTube podcast is going to be a video podcast where they kind of, it's the debate process of whether or not to include new words in the vernacular of the English language. So if you guys are already more bored with our podcast and you're looking for something else to kind of dumb your mind into infinity, kind of get lost in the void, I'd recommend checking out the Webster's podcast. It's going to be great when they kind of analyze whether lit should be a word 
in the dictionary. I mean, hey, they made ain't a word in the dictionary, and that took us years to get it there. But I'm glad that it's finally getting the respect it deserves. And now we're looking to get respect on words like lit, on words like uh, um and on also kind of slangs from other other slangs from these rap and new pop songs because we need formal definition uh when cardi says things you know and when cardi b says things we don't really understand what she's saying we need a webster definition and so mm-hmm. that's why this new four-hour webster dictionary podcast is coming to you guys on apple on spotify on simplecast on Podbay, and they're going to go through every single word and they're going to describe it to its full uh, extent. Mm. And then at the end of the episode, they're going to give one new word that they're adding. And they're going to add a new word to the dictionary every week. And they're going to make sure that the whole spectrum of diversity of words is covered. Starting with A all the way to Z. Because everyone knows in the Webster team that they've been struggling with Z and X for a while. They've been trying to get more words. They've been trying to create more words to start with Z and X. So that we can start incorporating those modern futuristic letters into our vocabulary today. But they've been having a tough time because you know there's only so many things in this world, and it's hard to name it's hard to name things that already exist. So, and on that same token, they've been trying to actually decrease the amount of words that begin with S because of the same logic. They feel that you know the kind of word economy that's currently present. That I think FD what was his name FDR started. Um, I think it was the. Uh, what was it? The ABC Soup Bill of 47, something around there, who kind of subsidized Mr. P. Webster and, and kind of introduced this idea of limit on words um, mm. in that there's actually an economy to these words where everyone needs to kind of have it distributed equally. This actually rec- rep- represents our current political climate in a way. And if you kind of just assume where we are now politically, but put it in, in a words con- kind of context, in a vocabularic sense. Um, we need to get rid of more of the S's and, and give a little more of the page room, the page space to these X's and O's, or what'd you say, X's, Y's and Z's? I don't know that what doesn't I really matter. But um, what I do know is that, you know, the, the, the reason why it's called the Alphabet City, the Alphabet Soup Act, I'm sorry, is uh, because they initially realized, the creators of Campbell's Alphabet City Soup, um, one day FDR was going through his soup and he realized that there was a there was a higher distribution of A's, B's, and C's than any other letters in the alphabet, um, especially J, Y's, and X's. He was going through, so he decided, okay, let me check the continuity of this. So he ordered 12 Campbell's um, Alphabet City soups and he opened them all and he had his secretaries count mm-hmm. each letter. He made sure it wasn't biased. He bought them from 12 different distri- distributors. He, he went to 12 soup. different distributors of the Campbell's soup so that he wouldn't have a bias. Um, he would, and he got the three limited editions at that time. Um, and that was the kids' edition. That was the uh, pesto, pesto pasta edition. They had the pea which was soup. a green sauce. And then there was the pea soup edition. And uh, then, of course, the fourth chicken soup that came later. And he did his own studies on that. But before that, uh, he went through, he had his secretaries count every single letter in that soup. And they found out that there was much more majority of A, Bs, and Cs than there was any other letter. And especially uh, the lacking letters were J, Y, and Xs. And that was a big discovery for FDR, and he decided that at that point, um, the, the J, Y, and Xs needed to start needed to start getting more popular. And so at that time, they made a, an innovation in this field, and it was the xylophone. And they realized that, well, what can we do to stabilize and give X a letter? Because it was 1955, X actually did not have any word. Uh, X was just a letter that was created. It was kind of one of these things that we got out of thin air from space. It was a Latin derivative, and we didn't have any words to actually practicalize. It's two lines, guys, diagonal. So, What's the, to get through your head? It's really easy. So what we did was we created the xylophone, and uh, we created the instrument and the word so that just we could have one, at least one word. And to this day, it's the only word. So that's why Webster is really trying to increase the J, Y, and X's. And, and, you know, now, luckily, we're in a we're in a much more socially aware time, a much more diverse time. Fortunately for us. And Campbell's has uh, increased, you know, the Y's and the J's and the X's in their soup. The A, B's and C's have, uh, ha- have had a constant of 25 A, B's and C's each. But now, J, Y's and X's are up to at least 15 uh, for, per, per can. And the soup know. story really is um, a quite inspirational kind of anecdote that inspired today's more macroeconomic principles that we follow. Um, I don't know where we technically would be without the concepts of inflation, you know, GDP, but 
I feel like in modern textbooks, kind of this soup principle gets uh, often uh, overlooked. I'd say drowned. Yeah, you know. So, and quite frankly, soup's never been the same in general since then. No, um, I mean uh, anything. Anything in the in the future had you know similar outcomes when they introduced the chicken noodle soup. Like I was saying, the chicken soup. Camels later on realized that. that there was a uh, there was a un, uneven distribution between the carrots, the noodles, and the pieces of uh, gel, gelatinized chicken in the soup. And uh, socialists trying to take away. Luckily, chicken. because of the Alphabet City Soup Act earlier that year, they made sure that there was an equal distribution of noodles. Now, of course, for my taste, uh, uh, there's not enough noodles in the soup, and so that's why I pushed for the extra noodle soup. And they, that's when they started advertising for this soup, and they, they would kind of have the noodles partying on the moon in the commercials, and that was a great a memory of my childhood. Tell me this though. Is it sacrilegious to buy your own noodles and put them in the soup that you just buy? Um, well, that was why Campbell started releasing plastic packs of extra noodles. And it was coming right from their factory. You could buy extra noodles. You could distribute them in your soup as you wish. And you could use the rest of the noodles kind of as a... Um, Plant plant seeds, and you could you could plant the, the noodles in soil, and you'd actually grow a noodle tree. Talking about when 1959, when FDR actually banned the process of buying external noodles. Mm. Well, that was had to do with the plastic bags at that time. They were creating uh, creating bags out of polyurethane and not out of plastic, and that was actually burning. That was caused by burning sand and burning glass in order to um, produce and to d- derive this material. And so in 1959, um, after five years of production of that bag material, we realized that we had um, harmed the ozone by 75%. And um, that was all due to FDR's um, plan to add more noodles. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I remember signing for. I remember signing off saying, well, yeah, I want more noodles. But unfortunately, it wasn't thinking of the consequences of the ozone. Mm Mm-hmm. Ozone so, being made pop, uh, popular, by the way, by um, I think believe it was Ozzy Osbourne, the first scientist who kind of discovered. Well, yeah, and then the one, ozone, once we uh, once of... we understood the ozone, we realized that the the shape of the noodle um, needed to switch from straight noodle to circular, the more circular and kind of. That was a representation. Of, representation. That was a representation of the awareness that we now had for this newly discovered ozone, and um, we wanted to kind of give the ozone gods uh, an homage to them. And Crazy Train, we appreciate you. And give Ozzy Osbourne kind of an homage before he was uh, before he was hit with Parkinson, and he before right. he ate that bat, and you know because he ate that bat, he was the first contractor of coronavirus, and that's why he contacted the creator of The Simpsons. That's why they predicted it. You guys already know the story, I'm sure. It's a very simple uh, wives' tale, but you know we don't we don't want to get too much on Ozzy and his family. I mean, they did have the reality show, and and yeah, and yes, it did compete with Family Jewels, which was the Gene Simmons reality show. But you know, ultimately, the uh, the noodles didn't really have too much to do with it. It was more about the alphabet and more about, more about the, the curly hair. How 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 one's hair kind of was more curly over the other. And yeah, that warranted the later success you know, of the other one, show one, over one, the other. One was American, one was British, and 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 they they had their cultural differences. But ultimately, they both did like ice in their cereal, and that was the one thing they could agree on. Um, and you know, we, speaking of cereal, that's another great thing that we uh, we love today in the U.S. of A. And if you don't believe me, you can go down to the general, you know, supermarket, supermarket store. Look at all the varieties of cereal. I remember when I was growing up, you used to have, you know, you used to have your healthy cereals and you used to have your moderately sugary cereals. But now we've kind of taken a, a new toll where we've gone to extreme, uh, we've gone to extreme spectrums on both sides and mostly on the side of sugar. Uh, today we were in the store, we saw Oreo, we saw Donut, we saw Cinnamon Bun. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw, we saw cookie, Chips Ahoy, Chips Ahoy cookie? cookies, mm. um, amongst the other things. Uh, we saw sour sour patch gummy cereal. Gummy. So that was the first introduction of a gummy cereal to be served um, yeah. with warm milk. And that's that that's kind of an amazing innovation that we've had. So you know nobody should sleep on the cereal industry and how much you know that has taken off, kind of formed formed children. Um, you know, we used, of, used a to, more horizontal way of forming children. Now, now you know, used to, when we were kids, we used to go into you know school, and we wouldn't have breakfast because we know that we would have first lunch or second lunch, which would be at around eleven thirty. And at that time, we would promptly eat our um, 
our, our boiled cheeseburgers and our chocolate milk at around 11.30 a.m., which yep. was a healthy start. I do remember, actually, my first lunch started around 10.45, which is yeah, a great time to eat lunch time. for yeah. uh, growing Well, it's a growing, kid. Yeah, it's a growing yeah. kid, and 10.45 is a great time to eat a cheeseburger mm -hmm. um, or you know, something something processed and, and boiled, stripped of all its nutrients. With chemical ketchup. Um, but now, you know, in addition to that, since since scientists have realized that, you know, boys and girls are growing at a more rapid pace, even though their height is staying at a lower place, which is something we'll touch on later. Um, now we've introduced these sugar cereals that actually kickstart the day so that before that 1045 boiled boiled burger, you can actually eat. Um, you can have your cake and eat it too. And I don't mean that by a phrase. I mean, there is a, now is a, a cake pound cereal. cake, cake yes, cereal flavor. And uh, you can have, you know, your, your cake cereal, you can have your cookie cereal, you have your donut cereal. That's going to get you started. That's going to get your sugar levels right first thing when you wake up. And that you prepares know. you for the influx of savory kind of salt sodium content right. that you would that get, from get from the, from the cheeseburger. Uh, of course, you're going to have milk with both because you're a growing, you're a growing bone. And uh, we have, you know, discovered that your bones do need a certain amount of chocolate milk a day. Of course, the chocolate providing uh, the sweet. Well, cow cow has always been good kind of for your overall skin dynamic yeah skin and index everyone, i believe it's everyone called. knows that you know chocolate milk come, is coming from the cow cow and that's a, sp a specific type of cow mm -hmm. that it uh, produces brown lactic acid from its uh from its pee from hole its tits yeah as opposed to the cow which is uh, just uh, producing the white milk which is of less nutrients the cow cow is uh something that they realized was healthy for growing children so they started making it mandatory and there's and actually one per school district so yeah, I mean they keep them in the a lot back. of work. I know Sodexo has their own cows on on campus usually that mm -hmm. they squeeze out every day into those cartons. And uh, water, on the other hand, is not, is, is not so important. You know, you, you get and a if lot you of get it, asking, you probably have to pay a premium yeah, well, for you know, it. You, you can pay for it. It's kind of come packaged for you in a uh, in a plastic bottle. Some but, salt uh, in there, but yeah, who's counting? Salt, but who, who's counting? I mean, it, it's pool water, but you know, who's counting? Um, so that's got good because of course you can't drink tap water or you could but you get it from the bubbler and you know the the water fountain excuse me that was a Rhode Island slang you get it from the water fountain and if you get it from the water fountain everyone knows you have to put your whole mouth on that kind of uh, object that goes above the stream so you who wants suck to in there? so that the water from, kinda, the, yeah. uh, from the tap water that's actually how yeah so, we kind of abolished buttons because buttons are not good for really for the environment there was in our school district it was the suck and pull yeah uh, water shoot method so you just put your mouth over that little lip for your for your mouth and then you just and then the water would come out kind of like those nice little bottles where they don't spill because you have to suck mm -hmm. like wouldn't it always go down the wrong pipe too because the pressure was yeah. just so unbelievable but you know i think that was more had to do with the tap water and the corruption of the tap water so i'm glad that our school district at least introduced the fruit punch water fountain um which started distilling uh, hawaiian punches and you know soda pops capri sun capri sun which was a better better alternative because it offered vitamins and nutrients mm -hmm. from the food coloring i mean absolutely and i also liked with capri sun when you'd get the straw you could actually eat it too because it was an uncooked um spaghetti noodle, noodle. yeah that was a good way to reuse that thing if you got a 12 pack of capri suns not basically only did you get lunch yeah you basically you know you could make a spaghetti meatballs mm -hmm. and combine that with your Campbell's soup and you'd have a balanced meal uh all this stuff was thought about by the major companies, you know, GM, Campbell's, Andy Warhol Corporation. They all kind of thought of these things and, and, and they, they made sure everything had a double use. And, you know, not everyone realized that growing up, but kids who, whose skull was thinner were able to see you mm -hmm. know, certain things. Double yeah. use, not W. That's getting mis that gets quite mistaken. That's tongue twister. Mm. And I remember after eating lunch, I'd love to go to English and kind of work on our tongue twister theory. Yeah, it was about 10... It was about 10.55, and we would have start English class right after first lunch, 10.15. And we would go into English. You know, we would be really packed with nutrients because we had our donut cereal. Our plastic straw. Our plastic straw spaghetti, and we had our uh, boiled boiled nutrients burgers. And together with the combination of the cow-cow's milk from its bosom, we were kind of ready to get started and, and get started on Shakespeare. Um, and, and I think that's honestly what Shakespeare intended his readers to have in mind while they were reading because you know that obviously gave us a mental boost too not only did it give us the physical nutrients that we needed but it put our mind on the right uh right on the track and of course we did that for four years four years of our high school life we did that same program every day except for weekends weekends we would stay home we get to eat um, more of that cereal we get to have maybe two bowls of that donut cereal and uh you know whatever if mom else was in allowed. a good mood if mom was in a good mood you know i remember i'd go over his house his mom would love me she'd give me a little more than him 
because you know she always said I was more uh, yeah. you know lovable and and him you know he has his issues well, that he's yeah. trying to work out and today you know, you, could, so. you, you know I remember I would go over to his house and, and I and I would uh, always you know his his kind of his siblings would always take more to me than him mm. they thought that I was yeah, kind of a better up to him, so. uh, a better sibling than he was only because I was kind of around more I had more of a say in the household I was the man of the house I would say and um, that's kind of how it went. My word was kind of void in my household, which is why I liked going to his so much. Yeah, and and and, and uh, vice versa for me. So this was nice, you know. And 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 not a lot of kids have the adoption, the ability to be adopted in high school. Kind of when you're in high school, adoption is kind of a taboo. You know, you tell your friends, "Look, I was adopted." They're probably gonna kick you out of you their get friend beat group. Up. You're gonna get beat up. Um, but you know, if 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 you're a true blood, white blooded American then you're going to be put on a pedestal and you're going to be class president like I was for three years. And, uh, you know, that is not an, e- now, that's not an easy job. Um, you know, you ever seen a picture of, if you ever seen a picture of Barack Obama before his presidency, what his hair looked like after his eight year term, it gets completely gray folks. And that's no different for a three year term in high school politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that severely underestimated. It puts a lot of stress on the body and soul, but at the same time, it does prepare you for the high school bureaucracy. I'm sorry, the college bureaucracy to come. Um, of course, I, I knew that from high school on, I never wanted to be in politics again. And now I take kind of the uh, center center stance on all politics. I, I do the old, uh, you know, I'm not voting. I'm not going to, you know, my vote doesn't matter. You know, it's just me. Uh, similar stance to, you know, why people would, wouldn't want to be vegetarian. They say, well, it's just me. You know, I'm not going to. So that's kind of how I act now. I'm one of those scumbags. But before, I was definitely more into politics. Hmm. Doing your civic duty, huh? Well, now, you know who really cares because at the end of the day your civic duty is to sit on the couch and watch the new making a murderer documentary and learning about the true origins of brendan d and stephen a huh two amazing men yep that's a really good story and i'm just happy that you know netflix and all the lawyers were able to make a good buck off of their story i mean i i don't know what we would do if we didn't uh if we weren't able to support them at this time of need you know of course the uh, families of the victims are unfortunately um you know well i would say fortunately they still have to work their day job and they have a lot of fans but they, they still don't have enough money because netflix is not actually giving them money because they seem like they were living paycheck to paycheck yeah but no that's okay because they said well look failing the auto shop they told them you know look here's the thing if we pay you for the documentary that's going to come off as a biased documentary and, and we don't want to have that um name so instead, they said, "Look, look, so we're going to take the money for now, and uh, you know, basically hold on to it. We're going to hold on to it and spend it for you guys. Once this is all once this is all said and done, then you're never going to hear from us again. And uh, you know, that's 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 fine. And um, I'm glad that Brendan Tracy is 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 happy about that. Um, you know, I'd like to hear. You know, I heard the Netflix phone calls with the, with uh, the Tracy brothers, and they seem to be a okay with that." You know, they don't see why. Okay, sure, sure, sure. You know, you guys can make the money. Similar to the the lawyer um, who's making a, you know, she's doing some, conducting some incredible experiments having to do with dummies and um, blood. She must have a great home lab. I know, where did they get all that blood? I think it was hers. Probably was. Um, and that's kind of why I no longer donate blood because labs can take your blood and use it for silly experiments that lead to nothing yeah. so you end up going in circles all day trying to figure out whose blood is this are you an organ donor no i'm not um i want to keep them i'm, a, I'm an organ donor i didn't ask um and what's interesting about blood is that if you um continue to donate it um i still haven't figured out how you kind of get it back so similar to kleenex's skin bill um, I'd like to figure out if Kleenex could work on kind of maybe a carton of blood similar to the chocolate milk carton you get when you're in, uh, I believe it's middle school for the first time. And we've talked about, you know, the cow-cow. Um, but I honestly think that more schools, private, start off with private, uh, kind of get those guinea pigs in, start filling up milk cartons filled with kind of, o, I think, O-positive blood um, or double A negative um, and so I believe that if you consume enough blood in one year span, you actually become a better donor. So the process is exponential. I have no scientific evidence of this, but I did watch, I was a fan of the Twilight series and I saw how, you know, each movie, what's his name? 
who are, uh, who's the guy that plays the the vampire? Uh, well, you guys know who I'm talking about. That hunky honk. He uh, got better as the you know episodes got um, progressed. He started to look better and better, and that's because he kept sucking the teats, the blood teats. So I believe that it's going to be the same process for a young little boy. And my goal for America is to have all all boys looking like a ten by the time that they're ten. So each year get better and better. That's just my personal thing. Um, so I'd like blood in the middle schools. What? What? Okay. What? Am I a bad guy? No. Hmm. We could maybe put the, you know, like I talked about earlier, the Hawaiian punch water fountains. We could maybe make them blood water fountains, and instead of putting, you know, your mouth up to it, I mean, of course you could still do that, but then there would also be a feature, kind of the IV feature, where you could plug it into your vein, you could get some of that blood, and you would have different uh, water fountains based on your blood type. Mm-hmm. It's a reverse transfusion. Yeah, guys, if you'd like this podcast to be um, a blood talk podcast where you talk about different blood types and ways to get them in your own veins and out of them. Um, let us know in the comments below. We can make that happen. You know, first it was a Neapolitan ice cream chat. Now it's a it's about blood. And then we got strawberry pistachio as well. Uh, sorry, pistachio strawberry. Yeah. Um, so we could keep that ice cream motif going, and instead of some hot fudge on top, we could sprinkle a little thickened blood. That could be cool, kind of like a jam. Mm. Um, but uh, I remember, you know, th- there is certain limitations to that, and certain disease limitations. I'm not sure are, are extremely prevalent, but. You know, anyway, back to making a murderer. If, if the lawyer in that uh, case can do it, then, you know, I'm sure that we can too, and we can figure it out together. Yeah, I got white walls in this studio. We could do all sorts of experiments. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it wouldn't be weird at all for anyone to observe, you know, the blood on the walls because you just tell them, well, it's just an experiment, and it was something I was messing around with, and they'd say, well, is it real blood? you say, yeah, of course it's real blood. And, um, you know, that would be a fun kind of thing, fun kind of gag you yeah. could do for anyone. What kind of experiment would it be if it was fake blood? Yeah. Right? What's the point of that? At least we know what the point of using real blood is to kind of answer our questions. Hmm. But speaking of serial killers, you know, I was reading an article about these the serial killer trends, and it seemed to me like in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, that was when most of the serial killers were active. And the article is talking about nowadays, there's actually a lot less serial killers in the, in the, in the U.S., and that is something that I'm trying to change because I think that fun, that thrill... Um, it kind of needs to make a hit back, and I think maybe one of the last people who was on that was uh, what, what's her name, Casey uh, Neistat. Casey 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 Neistat uh, was one of these people who I think in in 2008, Casey Neistat uh, got into a lot of trouble because the, the, she he had killed a baby and buried her, um, and that was a was kind tragic. of fucked up thing, tragic tragedy. And somehow Casey's still on YouTube, still running a channel, but... It's almost um, like the world didn't even know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that stuff gets overlooked. So, you know, good for Casey that he's still doing his thing. But I think we need to bring more people back on to that realization that, look, serial killing is an amazing art form, and you can still have a lot of fun with it. You know, uh, technology, of course, has made it a bit harder to to go through with, uh, with serial killing, but at the same time, you could use it to your advantage. And I also say, if you are worried about security cameras or any sort of monitoring program that might out you, I say, YOLO. Mm. You only live once, right? Yeah. I've been saying that since 2009. Yeah, it's the motto. Slightly after the economic crisis of the uh, housing market, I just developed the... I actually was the first one to develop that stance, um, and I kind of switched it into my political beliefs as well. YOLO, um, kind of a driver of my moral compass. And I, I don't really partake in killing people necessarily, um, but serial killers should adopt that similar to how I kind of use it in the fundamentals of my life. Because if you get record on the security, security camera, you know, cut and butchering up a couple of women, whatever, right? YOLO. You only live once. Yeah. They only got one chance, but... But, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these killers had a, a severe amount of trauma as a kid. So what you're going to need to do if you want to take part in this fun serial killing phase that I'm talking about, you're going to need to do three things. First thing you're going to need to do is get some childhood trauma having to do with a absent father and an abusive mother. So, you know, if that hasn't already happened to you, you need to have to either adopt new parents or do something to make your current parents split up and have the father leave and the mother start abusing you. Secondly, you're going to need to get some head trauma. Most of these killers uh, had head trauma in their frontal lobe, um, which is the lobe that apparently gets rid of empathy for humans. So first, you're going to need to do something like 
um, have a two by four and you need to have your either your mother who is already abusive or you're gonna need to have your friend take the two before and whack you on the head with that thing and make sure you get it hit it hard enough so that your frontal lobe is um, completely out of whack and if you if you want to know what that looks like you can reference our past episode where we talked about Tom and Jerry uh, you're gonna develop a large um, triangular bump on top of your head. Mm-hmm. In addition to our athletic listeners, uh, what you can do and participate in the same thing to res- get the same result is if you run marathons, you simply run as fast as you can, gather enough speed and momentum, and just go head first at a brick wall. Yeah. So, And, you know, the third thing is developing um, violent tendencies towards animals and uh, killing things of smaller nature than humans. That's easy. That's now, probably that's easy. You know, um, you could pick the wings of a fly, um, you could take the eyeballs out of a rabbit. Um, you could strangle your pet cat. I mean, you got a lot of possibilities here. We're gonna have to do one of them if you want to get the full spectrum of trauma to an order in order to uh, participate in the serial killing trend. Um, we don't need to help you with that part, honestly. I don't this even is know all kind of part of a bigger self care, self health um, hashtag. What would Siri do trend? And you know, after this, you can start going ahead with the turmeric cleanses. You put the turmeric under your eyelids, like I talked about in previous episodes. Gonna feel a slight stinging. Gonna get those tinted eyeballs, but overall you're gonna be feeling great. You can move on. You can have an avocado toast, and then you can juice the rest of the day uh, with things like date and fig, and a little bit of oat milk as well. And knowing that you have killed someone is gonna make you sleep easy, rest easy, and get your full seven hours. So that could actually kind of get tied into our um, middle schoolers advice segment as well. So middle schoolers, maybe we don't have a particular one for you today, but. Uh, kind of press rewind right go back a couple of uh, minutes and review that pretend like in the beginning we kind of insert the whole text that we normally do saying middle schoolers listen up Mm -hmm. so that's kind of for you guys yeah because you guys already have a head start you you might have you know the opportunity to get that trauma sooner rather than later Mm -hmm. and that means more people that you can kill more turmeric you can put under your eyelids and i would suggest for personal favor for ourselves please start by uh, targeting that French bakery we went to today that we weren't so happy with the service to. So yeah. just kind of take care of all of them for us. And from there, it's kind of free range. Just stay away from us. Mm-hmm. Because then we won't be able to listen to this podcast because you killed us. Oops, on your part. So yeah. And if, you know, if anyone wants to threaten us, we will kill you. Mm-hmm. Because we've been doing this for a long time. And we did indeed have a lot of childhood drama. So AR-15's just, under my bed. Yeah, I mean, we're just waiting for the FBI to kind of see what, what's going on here. Um, but until then, we do want to confess to... I think, what was it, five? We've killed five people so far. Um, we're in the works for one, at least one mass shooting this year. And I, I think like we're trying to get some sort of um, molestation sad. case going in the near future and i think most of it's under jake's name i I have little involvement with it but i am an an accomplice so yeah guys um i don't really know what else to say i think you got the gist of it today um the what's your angle podcast is here to stay and i'm caleb cronano jake looks to me like it's raining outside now i'm gonna go outside sing in the rain Mm. and that monkey we were talking about earlier seems like they got hit the bed. Check this out. Whoa, it's like Elvis Costello. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Sandra in the fun. Cool. I want to sing with ladies all night long. Yes. Yes, yes, picking that up? Wish I could queef. Good morning, viewers.